This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Aaron Renning here on the Sports Better's Paradise ER, two in one week last week. So let's keep it going. And uh, I guess we got to look at some of the availability with some of these players as we get deeper into the NFL season. Starting off with the Pittsburgh Steelers because I had Pittsburgh last week. I've got Cincinnati to. Uh, an exact to finish in the NFC North. Cincinnati won and Baltimore two. So I needed Pittsburgh to win. And I did not like to see uh, Pickett go out for Mitch right. Trubisky. Mitchie T, he went from holding the ball too much to let it rip. Three red zone interceptions uh, in that one and a missed uh, field goal. What's the, what's the latest uh, as we before we talk about this Pittsburgh game on Trubisky and Pickett? Uh, you know, that's always a little bit of a question. You know, it kind of depends when we do these. Uh, videos from week to week but um, you know I I guess I don't know uh, the latest you know the way I've looked at it uh, any kind of concussion um, since who who got hurt early on Tua Tua, Mm -hmm. any concussion especially quarterback I pretty much I don't expect those guys to play um, by the the next week which used to, you know, generally you could kind of count on those guys at least 50-50, probably a little bit better. You know, if they got they got a concussion on Sunday, they generally would be ready by the next Sunday. But I, I think that's changed with the whole Tua situation. So I, I don't, you know, this is Pickett's second uh, concussion now. So I, I'd be surprised if he was back. But you, you, you don't know. Um, you know, I know Baltimore, uh, Harbaugh, he talked. Uh, of course, Huntley left for, for them this last week, and he, he thought that he would be ready. I was surprised kind of he said that because I think he's got a, they got a game uh, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I was a little bit surprised to hear that, a little bit more urgency with that situation going to uh, – uh, what's their, their third string, Brown. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's early in the in – the, uh, with things, but I, I, Jimmy, I've really noticed this now, and even some of some of the offensive linemen, some of the stuff, guys are with concussion, uh, they have mixed, missed that next week uh, after a concussion, which generally that was not the rule of thumb. Yeah, picket listed is questionable yeah. uh, right now, so um, that is uh, that was a big one because he's he's been playing well, and it's part of the deal, man. You, you, Forty-two career starts at Pitt. It's helped prepare him. I mean, college football is basically minor league football for the NFL. Uh, Purdy with uh, with San Francisco, 48 
starts at Iowa State. So when they threw him in, he was a little bit more prepared, a little bit more uh, drilled than uh, maybe the average uh, guy. But when you go down to Brown for uh, the former Oregon quarterback, mm, I'm not ready to go there uh, with the uh, Baltimore. He's got, he, had quite a few, he had quite a few starts, Jimmy, but I don't know how successful they were. <laughs> I, I, I saw him, uh, His uh, one of the late ones was in that uh, Pac-12 championship game against Utah, and I'm mm. – I mean, it was it was a struggle to uh, throw, you know, a little uh, screen pass. But anyway, you're looking at this Carolina-Pittsburgh game. Carolina back home, and boy, uh, Wilkes is making a case to remove the interim tag. Since he's taken over, he's taken a, a dumpster fire. They got rid of their best player uh, in McCaffrey, and they're 4-4 four since. A nice win uh, at Seattle. Guess what? They control their own destiny in the competitive uh, NFC South. The totals, which you're looking at, is at 38.5. It's in Charlotte. Yeah, I'm um, going to go, um, I think we came on the show, used Carolina last week, going to come back with them under the total. I mean, really, you look at the box score last week against Seattle, even watching that game, uh, boy, it's surprising that they got to all the points uh, that they eventually did, 54 points in that game. Of course, a lot of that is that Seattle defense that, you know, struggled early on in the campaign, kind of found themselves for a little while, uh, but boy, had fallen on hard times. They could not stop the Panthers' run game uh, in the second half last week. Probably more of a personnel problem uh, with Seattle. But hey, Carolina, I mean, they they haven't shied away. And, you know, quite honestly, Jimmy, it makes sense. You know, this is a franchise that struggled to find any type of quarterback. So, hey, let's win with defense, uh, the run game, and not turning the ball over. And, and it's worked. Uh, and, and, of course, a lesser division, you know, it's funny sometimes in the NFL you just keep it simple. Uh, and handicapping as well, Jimmy, sometimes you keep it simple. Uh, you can have more uh, success that way. So, um, you know, they – and it was funny because if you're watching that game, they got a little fancy down in the red zone, uh, had Darnold inside the five-yard line, tried to throw a couple passes, uh, eventually – uh, I think they ended up uh, turning the ball over on fourth down. I thought maybe I was a little in trouble with my Carolina bet. Then after that, uh, I think Wilkes got on the, the headsets and said, you know, let's pound the football, let's run the football. I think they closed the game running 17 of 19 times. So that's the way the Panthers are going to play. Again, it's kind of surprising some of their games have been as high scoring as it, but hey, take time off the clock, run the ball, defense, uh, not turn the ball over, and you know, Pittsburgh, uh, the Steelers are happy uh, to play that type of game uh, as well. Obviously, if, it sounds like Trubisky's going to be at the quarterback. He had those three awful turnovers, you know, the interceptions last week, I think, inside uh, their own 20-yard line. So, you know, that's not going to be the game plan to throw the ball down the field, uh, try to run the ball, etc. So, uh, I don't expect a whole heck of a lot of plays. You know, the Steelers' defense has been a little bit, disappointing here uh at times but still uh in the end it's going to be more defense than offense for this team I, I think you know it's always tricky with a low total uh in the nfl jimmy but boy this uh this is actually not a bad total to go at here i'm going to go under the total all right under 38 and a half mm -hmm. you know speaking of the injury report uh, no injuries to either of these two teams uh, skill position groups. Uh, they're they're healthy. Should be good weather as the Dallas Cowboys with that escape. Man, how about that? Uh, Houston helped them 
uh, kind of wiggle off the hook with some of that play call and the lack of challenging <laughs> that second call. It was very close to a touchdown. But then Dallas uh, does survive, and they stay two games back of Philadelphia and the NFC East. They're trying to catch a, make up one game so that uh, head-up matchup can mean a lot as they have will have a better divisional record. But look, going to Jacksonville, Jacksonville blew up for a bunch of points in Nashville. They're trying to make up a game on Tennessee. If they do, they'll play the final week of the regular season for all the marbles for the division title down in Jacksonville. Total is what you want to look at, uh, ER, and the total for Dallas-Jacksonville Sunday is 47-and-a-half. Yeah, I'm going to come in uh, and go the opposite to talk about the last game. I'm hoping some offensive fireworks. I'm going to go over the total, over that 47.5. And, And, you know, it's really been a tale of two seasons uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. It's, you know, that that first, I guess, what, six weeks or so of the season, Cooper Rush at the quarterback position. They they really, you know, just – talk about trying to win like the Carolina Panthers were that's the way uh that this Dallas team was trying to do it you know don't turn the ball over run the ball as much as possible um you know not playing kind of that fast uh type of style that the Cowboys had played uh the last couple of years or when Dak Prescott was healthy for this team and win uh with that defense and that defense was obviously so very good uh even going back to last year and I think you know, when you look at this Cowboys defense, uh, it, it's not quite as good as they were the first six weeks of the season. And hey, look, it makes some sense just as far as typical regression because they were lights out. Uh, they were phenomenal getting to the pressure of the quarterback. Parsons uh, was great for this team, and they still have signs where they play uh, that well on defense, but. I think when you go back to that Sunday night game when they played the Eagles, the Eagles did some different things offensively, uh, maybe to show some teams what they can do as far as taking Parsons out of the game. So they've it, it dropped off a little bit. And, uh, I think maybe the biggest thing, uh, Jimmy, is that secondary. It's been beat up. Uh, they've lost some personnel, uh, cornerback, etc. So they just have not been – uh, quite as good from that standpoint. Offense is obviously kind of a, a difference, uh, 180 for this team. Prescott has come back. It took him definitely a week to kind of get back in the flow. He still had some turnover problems, but that actually helped the scoring uh, last week, given uh, the Texans some short fields um, in that game when you look at it. But they've, they've picked up the pace from an offensive position, uh, offensive standpoint. Pollard does make a huge difference getting him more involved. I think the passing offense at times has picked up a little bit of uh, more steam uh, week to week. So this is a dangerous, you know, offense that can score in a hurry uh, when it's clicking on all cylinders. This Jacksonville defense has been very vulnerable. Uh, they haven't quite showed it all season, but you know, first off, look at that division. Uh, you know, that that division that they're playing in. There's not, you know, obviously the Colts. Uh, Houston, not that much to be afraid of from an offensive standpoint. Tennessee, a little bit more hit and miss, but they uh, don't have a lot of weapons and want to win with the run game as well. So, uh, you know, you look at the strength of opposition when they've played some better teams, some teams that are capable of throwing the ball. Uh, This Jacksonville defense hasn't been that good. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence at times, and certainly last week, that passing game and this offense obviously better than last year. Uh, had showed signs of it not consistently enough, but they let him air out the football uh, last week against Tennessee, and you know that it, it, 
it paid off, 36 points. And I think one of the biggest things with, with the Jaguars, they just haven't been that efficient at times. Those turnovers in the red zone, Lawrence has grown up a little bit, been more efficient here of late on offense. So I think it sets up uh, for this one to go over the total. All right, Dallas-Jacksonville over 47-and-a-half. Stay in Florida for a late one Sunday, the late session, and uh, Tampa Bay and Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by three-and-a-half. Speaking of injuries there, uh, boy, they got hit with some in pregame and early in the game. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, all are questionable for this Sunday's game for the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are on a road with the healthy Joe Burrow. Chase is back, and they're playing good defense as well. Tampa Bay, as ugly as it could get, minus the last three minutes against the Saints on Monday Night Football, and then really ugly on uh, in San Francisco, in Santa Clara, rather, against the San Francisco 49ers uh, on that one. Wasn't a standalone game, but it was only one of three games gone at that time, the late session uh, on Sunday in the NFL. Sometimes this is a, a bounce-back league, a week-to-week league. Can Tampa Bay bounce back after two shaky performances, hosting Cincinnati, catching three and a half? Yeah, I'm going to hope for that here, Jimmy, and it is kind of one of those plug-your-nose games, and you expect – uh, what goes up comes down, etc. Because that's the way you got to look at this and handicap uh, this game. And I think you are getting—I um, don't—I don't know how you want to say it—value from the point spread. But uh, obviously, if this game was played uh, a month ago, six weeks ago, I, I, you know, I don't think Cincinnati's probably favored by three and a half mm-hmm. in this game. You know, you, you look at the Buccaneers, and there was a time, boy. Uh, if you could remember, you get Tom Brady off a loss. Uh, that was about as good a bet you could find uh, in the NFL, obviously going back to the Patriots, uh, etc. But when they lost, when he lost, uh, you would expect his team to bounce back. And, boy, they got beat. Uh, they got hammered last week, 35-7. to I'm not sure it was that close. He got beat up as well. This offensive line is, is – um, you know, it's been a mess, and I think that's been one of the problems for this team. There's been a lot of problems for this team. You watch this team week in, week out. You kind of waited and waited uh, for this team to kind of find some rhythm from an offensive standpoint. It just really hasn't happened uh, consistently here. But, uh, you know, as they've shown, certainly going back to Brady's first year in Tampa Bay, they were able to kind of figure things out eventually. Uh, in December, I think this is it. I, I mean, you know, boy, Tampa Bay's really got to come out and, and play with some sort of spark uh, in this game, or I'm not sure it's going to happen. So I'm going to bet that they'd figure out some sort of things. I, you know, you talk about the injury uh, situation with the Bengals, and uh, obviously, you know, Higgins, I I would expect almost doubtful. We'll see. Uh, but any kind of hamstring injury, um uh, it, it makes it very tough for a wide receiver to come back or how effective uh, he will be. But, you know, I, I think from a defensive standpoint, losing Trey Hendrickson, boy, that's a, a massive blow for this game. Not official that he's going to miss at this time, but I think he broke his wrist. Um, I, I was a little bit surprised. They they talked about – the head coach yesterday talked about him maybe returning uh, this week. I'm not sure how effective he'll be. Uh, if he's got to play with that broken wrist. So he's the guy who creates the pressure uh, on the quarterback for the Cincinnati team. He's really developed into a great player here for this team. So I think that is a very key loss uh, for them if he can't go. And I don't expect him 
uh, to go in this game. So that's going to help Brady and this offense have a little bit more time back there. And um, yeah, obviously, uh, you know, Burrow and this offense have been great. Um, and you know, that where that run game quite falls, it's kind of week to week with that. You know, Tampa Bay's always been able to stop the run. They didn't mm-hmm. last week against San Francisco. So, um, you know, you just kind of got to trust that, again, the Buccaneers figure it out from a defensive standpoint, get a little bit healthier uh, in that secondary, at least slow down uh, Burrow in that offense a little bit. So uh, I got to take, uh, take, take the three and a half here uh, with the Buccaneers. All right, so uh, in reverse order, Tampa Bay plus the three and a half at home against Cincinnati. Over Dal- uh, Dallas-Jacksonville, over 47 and a half. And Carolina-Pittsburgh, under 38 and a half. Yeah, keep it, keep an eye on a lot of those injuries, but hopefully we can beat that uh, closing line and uh, get some value there. For Aaron Running, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.